Welcome to an emergency episode of Friends of Film. We're here once again to discuss the brand spanking new Avengers Infinity War trailer. As always, I'm your host, Cooper Hood, once again joined by a man who hasn't yet bought his tickets for Infinity War, Josh uh, I didn't even know they were available. I mean, I, I guessed they would be soon, but I wasn't exactly prepared for it and i feel terrible hey, i was prepared and i almost still missed out yeah. so you had technical issues you ran into the the yeah. surge amc wanted to keep me out but they couldn't and no. i'm there 1045 imax 3d and at the seven and just regular imax Ooh. because i know i'm going to need to see this movie twice to comprehend it add that to amc's ambivalence towards movie pass and it's almost like they don't want people to come <laughs> exactly who knows but uh, hey everyone don't forget you can get all of our latest updates on facebook and twitter at friends and film and be sure to check out the rest of our shows including um the big questions and our movie reviews on itunes stitcher and soundcloud and if you can on itunes please leave us a review it really helps yes it does so this morning 9.02, I think, you got when it dropped. clock to the minute. I mean, I know it came out right after 9 o'clock, because 9 o'clock is when the tickets dropped, and then I was just, like, mm-hmm. trying to buy my tickets. AMC wouldn't let me. And then I was just waiting for that trailer to drop, and it came, like, 9.02, 9.03, whatever. Either way, we got a new Infinity War trailer today. Yes. You guys can probably tell I'm excited. He's excited. Because this trailer was awesome. <laughs> what about it? Take it take through. Uh, everything. How'd you feel? Everything about it. I mean, there's so many moments. We'll get through it as we kind of break down the trailer and theorize and speculate and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But like just everything about it just seemed like the Russos know what they're doing. Marvel knows what they're doing. They're not going <laughs> to, fingers crossed, they're not going to screw this up. Yeah. Like Thanos, again, he's still at the forefront of this. We get to see flashbacks to him. Uh, when he's like conquering worlds, which I think is super cool. We talked about that on the podcast last week. But then like there's those moments where you're like, yes, like where like Iron Man like shoots off in the sky. Right. Like that's cool. When like yeah. Doctor Strange is being like tortured. Mm-hmm. Thor looks like he's probably crafting a new weapon. And then like the Star Lord Doctor Strange team up was awesome. Yeah. But then the money shot, the one that was like, Yeah, was when Captain Mar or Captain Marvel. Whoa, that would have been <laughs> that been something if cap when cap just like stops thanos's punch and he's just like no i was like yeah that's my boy that's cap that's why he's the best is because he's like mad titan from wherever doesn't matter you Mm -hmm. can have as many infinity stones as you want i'm still not gonna go down i'm gonna put up a fight and i can do this all day and like that's what i love to see uh it's a little revealing at certain points like we got like i didn't I didn't know that Thanos was going to be in Wakanda. He's clearly there. Oh, yeah. That changes things. Mm-hmm. Um, but still that moment when, you, when Thanos is like leaping at Iron Man, it's like, oh, people are going to die. And that's like scary, but also exciting um, to see. Yeah. It is pure adrenaline. I mean, pure adrenaline? Yeah. It's a, yeah. It, it, it slowly kicks up and then it blasts off mm-hmm. along oh, with Silvestri Iron Man. Oh, score. Oh, so good. Absolutely. I mean, I guess I didn't really pay too close attention to it, but it all, I mean, the Avengers theme at the end and everything coalescing mm-hmm. into it is perfect. And like you, I'll start from the end here and then kind of okay. jump in there. But those closing shots of your, of the two staples 
of the MCU getting a beat down potentially. Uh, Not potentially, just like, they're getting a beat down. Right. <laughs> Your mind is screaming at that point, but then you get to see everyone um, just coming together in like ways that, uh, that you're like, Oh, I, I'm so glad I had this moment now with like Peter Quill and Iron Man or whatever the case is. And uh, it all looks to be as giant and massive a movie as uh, we were promised as we wanted it to be as we talked about on our big questions and uh, everything. So uh, yeah, I couldn't have been more excited to watch it all just kind of collapse. I mean, it's just like basically the other trailers were setups for something's coming. Right. And this is just the collapse of everything literally falling down on the Avengers. Mm-hmm. And it is awesome. Yeah. I mean, I think it's fair to say this is like the event film of all event films. Like, yeah, the buildup, the hype, the the marketing, like everything mm-hmm. that's like been building towards this, the results are going to be staggering. They already are. Like the movie became the best-selling superhero movie in advanced ticket sales in six hours. Jeez. Like it broke the 24-hour record that mm-hmm. like Batman v Superman and Black Panther previously were like neck and neck for. Yeah. And it, it shattered that record in six hours. Ugh. So times that by four. Yes. <laughs> we're looking at like... Uh, a, a billion dollar opening basically <laughs> like if if that's how it all lines up because you know black panther oh, opened at 200 so i guess it'd be 800 million dollars if it was four times that but either way right it's it's gonna be something huge and let's just let's get into this thing Please. we start off with a flip of we get like this like reverse shot mm-hmm. of new york cougar-esque yeah move very black panther uh and I, I like the way that this starts because we get to see uh, one of those alien ring ship things coming into the atmosphere. It's on fire. It's glowing, whatever. But also, I just like that the fact that they're like flipping it upside down because the world turned upside it, down. Exactly. Yeah, it's, like it signals that they're like Thanos is coming and it's not going to be the same. We're going to shake things up. Absolutely. And so like that's just like a really cool way to start off the trailer. We get that Sylvester score right at the beginning as well. It's like, that's really cool. Um, We get to hear Gamora voicing over a lot of this early on. The second shot we see then Black Panther, not Black Panther, geez, I'm all over the place. Black Widow, Bruce Banner, and War Machine uh, all huddled together, probably in Wakanda. Yeah, I would say so. Uh, They're looking up at the sky. What's coming? We don't know. Mm Mm-hmm. Probably nothing good. Yeah. <laughs> I would say it's probably like one of the Outrider ships that comes crashing down and that's what they're seeing falling from the sky. Um, but that, I mean, that's so that's just like, it's just, it's just more setup at this point. Right. So uh, that's fun. And then we get to hear like Gamora say basically Thanos's goal throughout all of this yes. is to wipe out half of the universe. Mm-hmm. Ever which, since she's known him, which, which is, is an ambitious goal. <laughs> yeah. And highly specific. I want to destroy at least half the universe. Which, I mean, whatever. But which I th- also speaks to the grand ambitions of the man. Mm-hmm. Like, half the universe, well, which half? Is it our half? Well, <laughs> yeah, obviously. Right. But. Which I, I don't remember if we... Ta- I think we talked about this last week. Or I don't know if it came on this week in the set visit coverage. But, like, Thanos watched his home world of Titan. I think, yeah, we talked about it last mm-hmm. week. We did. That his world was destroyed. And he, like, saw it all coming. And they wouldn't let him stop it. So, like... He's basically he basically sees on a larger scale the universe as a whole going in that direction, and he's taking it upon himself to put a stop to it, whatever that means. 
And based on the trailer, it looks like it means I'm going to kill a lot of people, <laughs> and, especially on Earth, and take the Infinity Stones. And uh, yeah, it's it's ambitious. But then we get a, as Gamora continues to talk, we get to see her snap her fingers, yeah. which is a callback to the comics where at the end of the Infinity Gauntlet storyline, uh, Thanos snaps his fingers to reset the universe. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a fun nod to that, if not a foreshadow to what is to come potentially, yep. which I mean, I don't know if that's how they'll go, but that'd be interesting. Yeah, it's a really good, it's a good way to, like you said, foreshadow, but it's also like a fun glib way to say he's going to be so powerful, none of us are going to be able to do anything mm-hmm. with him. Um, so even if they don't like actually literally have the snap of the finger last frame of this right. film, it's kind of just like a fun little ground way of saying he's ultra powerful, bro. Yeah, and so then we get to see, uh, you know, we see Tony Stark in the Sanctum Sanctorum, it appears, Asking basically, so like, who is he? What's his name again? Mm-hmm. We cut to Gamora. She says Thanos, but it's very important to specify that these are these are two different shots. These are two different locations, two yeah. different groups. Mm-hmm. But it still sets up that same notion that everybody involved is learning about Thanos and the threat that he's going to bring. So that's uh, that's good. Then we see what appears to be to me uh, what happens early on in the movie. Thanos taking off his helmet. There's yep. some fire behind him. It looks like he's aboard that ship from the end of Thor Ragnarok, mm-hmm. and he's arrived to get the Tesseract. Right. Um, that's not only important because it foreshadows the deaths of a lot of those people that are on board that ship. <laughs> right. Hopefully not Korg, fingers yeah. crossed. Oh, man. Can't see Meek die again, too. That's, that'd be Korg. painful. Um, but... In that shot, we see that he already has the power stone, mm-hmm. which means to me that this doesn't actually the beginning of the movie. The beginning of the movie, I hope, is just Thanos assaulting Xandar to get that from the Nova Corps. Because what better way to open the movie than to be like, oh, here we are on Xandar. Things yeah. are happy. Things are fine. Mm-hmm. Maybe we get John C. Riley in there for a second. Oh, man. Which would be great. But then just like, oh, snap what's that oh no and here's thanos and the black order and they just rip through the nova core go get the power stone and they're like all right we got one <laughs> let's go get the next one yeah it'll be over i mean like i love that setup or it's just like we open xandar has just been obliterated mm-hmm. and then maybe the next moment i don't know i, I want to see that so i want to see that battle I, exactly there's so many good ways though to introduce thanos is just his uh, his power and brutality mm-hmm. like if it's on that ship with thor and the crew and it's him um you know taking them to task or whatever the case happens obliterating korg into a million pieces right uh that'll be a great statement or like you said yeah if john c riley's just like oh i'm just out for a patrol and then his ship blows up and then xandar you know becomes an inferno mm-hmm Either way. I also like that Thanos showing up at the beginning of this movie in like his full armor. Yeah. But then as the trailer progresses and like he gets more stones, mm-hmm. but also he kind of figures out who he's going up against. I like the thought that like Thanos is like, I don't need this armor. Like, right. These guys can't touch me. So I'm just going to get rid of all this bulky armor, go in with a tank top and my glove and just beat the crap out of these people who are trying to stop me. Like, I think that makes him even more intimidating, even if he probably looks cooler in all the armor. Mm-hmm. 
what better way to just show his strength is be like, I don't need this protection. I don't need these suits. I'm still going to take it, take all of you guys to town, wipe the floor with all of you, not even break a sweat. Yeah. So that's fun. Uh, you know, we get the good old fashioned Marvel logo and then mm-hmm. we get Spidey. There he is, Peter. Even though it's really Peter Parker. And he is jumping here. He's not jumping out. He's on the side of the bus that we see him in the previous trailers. Mm-hmm. As we talked about this before we started recording, just being like, wait, so how does he like get out of that bus with all of his classmates, put on a mask and swing right. away and nobody realized that he's Spider-Man. Right. But I think we settled on, they're looking at the object on the other side of the bridge and he's hopping off the other side. Yeah. So he hops out the back window being like, guys, look at this after his spidey sense goes. And then everybody crowds him. He kind of backs away a little bit, mm-hmm. jumps out the side window, swings away. Cause he's like, yeah. I gotta, I gotta stop this. It's a pretty sweet take though. Him, uh, you know, creaning on the side of it. And then looks like he's flipping around one of the Bay bridges. Mm-hmm. Super sweet. Yeah. It's very cool. And I like, you know, we didn't get to see a lot of spidey swinging in homecoming. None. I mean, there's like the one like money shot of like him and, Iron Man swinging off, but like that's all right. Was that even in the movie? No, they yeah they cut that. that. So yeah, so yeah, we don't see him swing like at all. Um, So it's it's nice to see him use that and get to see kind of more that traditional Spidey take, Um, even like just skating across the water, just like simple things like that. Um, But then we see Iron Man chasing after that giant ring in the sky, Mm -hmm. which which presumably Parker is already on at this point. Yeah. Because there's no way, I mean, like, I'm thinking about this in terms of grand scheme of things. Mm-hmm. There's no way Tony's like, hey, vulnerable kid, let me take <laughs> you to the the pink green planet or whatever right. the case is. So I wouldn't be surprised if, because that suit, even though that's not the Iron Spider suit, it still has, like, the tracking device. It still mm-hmm. has, uh, you know, other upgrades of Stark's, probably even, like, a comlink, I believe, to yeah. Stark. So, like, I wouldn't be surprised if Peter like, goes after it and he's, mm-hmm. like, clinging to the side and then he's like, uh... Uh, what, what's what's his AI called? Um, was it Eve? Ava? Three letters. I don't remember. I just know it's voiced by Jennifer Conley. Mm-hmm. And but whatever it is, uh, he like tells that AI to call Tony, and then he's like, Tony, uh, yeah, I'm on this giant alien <laughs> ship in the sky, and then he goes after him, which we'll get to later on. But mm-hmm. I wonder, and this has been theorized elsewhere, if they don't if he doesn't just save spidey from this but they actually like board the ship and go for a little ride yeah that's what i mean that's what i'm thinking oh it's karen by the way karen yeah yeah but or it would be even great if karen just like alerts tony via lincoln is like <laughs> uh hey he's in the stratosphere for right. some reason <laughs> he's a couple thousand miles in the air yeah <laughs> not miles a couple thousand feet right yeah but uh either way though that afterburner shot when it kicks in is, is supremely epic right because we know that Tony early on in the movie, he's not with Peter. Right. He's with Bruce, with Dr. Strange, with Wong. And to then see him, Dr. Strange and Spidey end up on Titan mm-hmm. later on. It's like y'all clearly got there together because right. we also see a shot of, or we've seen a still of them all in a, some location together. Mm-hmm. Go in. It looks like an alien ship or a structure. So my bet is that, elsewhere in this shot is Dr. Strange like projecting himself and flying up right after and then he's going to get there too and they're all going to ride off 
to tighten together. And then somehow, some way they meet up with star Lord and Gamora and Drax and Nebula and Mantis. I don't know if that's like that. They planned that and they communicate beforehand or if that's just happenstance, but I think that that's what happens eventually. So, uh, that's cool. And we get the, the new, you know, repulsor or, um, his new boosters are cool as well. Oh, so that, yeah, like yeah. forms into one giant thing, helps him go Which quicker. Is super sweet. Um, see a quick shot of, you know, Scarlet Witch and Vision of Wakanda. And then we see team cap arrive there as well. And we see a lot of different people there. We see Falcon, uh, Scarlet Witch, Vision, Bruce, War Machine, um, you know, cap, obviously black widow too. both leading the charge. They're arriving there. And as Tony says, like, we know what Thanos wants. We got it. Mm-hmm. Let's use it against him. They're going to Wakanda to basically build a fort and be like, this is our last stand. Yeah. So uh, it's, it's it's cool to see them there. For sure. And then also we get to see the return of the giant panther. Which mm-hmm. Did that go missing in Black Panther? No, yeah. no, no, no. It came up at the end when Killmonger is clocking out, right? Is that where that was? Do we see it? I don't think we did. I don't remember seeing it, but I've, again, only seen Black Panther one time still, unfortunately. Oh, man, I forgot about that. Well, anyway, the Panther is the first shot we get back in Wakanda before the who's who's of who's there. Mm-hmm. And uh, I appreciate that because I think it's so cool. Yeah. So then we see a quick glimpse of Shuri. She's being handed a hologram of vision. So yeah. I don't know if she is being given that to be like, hey, find out how to get the Mind Stone out of this guy and mm-hmm. let him live. Because they've already clearly been under attack before. Yeah. I've uh, seen previous trailers as you know shown here a little bit too. So that's interesting because Shuri's already shown she can heal mm-hmm. anybody. So now they're giving like a super tough task and it gives her something that's like important to the plot, which, you know, after Black Panther, uh, coincidentally or not, people are going to want to see a lot of Shuri. So having her be involved in trying to protect oh, yeah. or take out Infinity Stone is... Uh, Great. So then we see, you know, the Guardians uh, exiting the Milano or what appears to be the Milano. It actually looks a little bigger, so that may not be it. But they're exiting a ship and it looks like they're arriving on nowhere. There are some pods off to the side of the giant celestial head that from the first Guardians. Oh, yeah. That, uh, you know, they use those pods to try to escape Ronin. Those same pods are there, so either it's just a similar mining plant or whatever, but it's probably that Celestial Head again. And this time, it's just uh, Star-Lord, Gamora, Mantis, and Drax. So Thor, Groot, and Rocket have already split off to do their thing. Nebula is still not in the picture as well. So this is probably them going to check on the Aether and the Collector to see what's going on there. Which, wait a minute. Is the Aether the last gem? Aether, no, the Aether is the red one. Right. The Soul Stone's the orange one. That's the one we haven't seen yet. Got it. Still, I can't keep track of these things. Okay, anyway. Yes, a return of a return or a corpse of Benicio Del Toro. Perfect. Yeah, I mean, he's... Li- perfect, he's, but... He's listed in the poster as part of the cast, so we know he's in the mm-hmm. movie. Um, and it's probably not going to be good because he has an Infinity Stone... The weird thing is we don't ever see in the trailers that Thanos has it. Yeah. So do the Guardians actually get the Aether before Thanos can or the Black Order can? And then they have 
a stone as well? Or is it a showdown with an assassin from the Black Order? Yeah. Perhaps. Maybe. If it's a heist film, we got to imagine there's pieces everywhere mm-hmm. working and working in tandem. You'd think so. Yeah. So I'm not sure exactly how it's going to roll out. Yeah. I, I, it, it's just weird. I mean, we'll, we can get into this later of, you know, does Thanos actually only get two Infinity Stones this movie? Because we've only seen him in the gauntlet with the time and the space stone. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe yeah. he doesn't get all the rest of them until the end of the movie, but they could also very well just CGI those out if they wanted to hide spoilers. Be like, oh yeah, he did go yeah. to the collector and probably kill him and get the power or the reality stone as well. So, which would help him teleport. I mean, the what? space the space stone would be able to do that. Maybe both together. Yeah, I mean, time and space. Mm-hmm. No, because he doesn't have he the time. Has, he stone. has not time. He has the. Uh, uh, is the power and the space stone. <sighs> so maybe like the thumb has the reality stone and we just haven't been able to see it yet in the the trailers for whatever reason. Uh, but then, you know, the trailer's been pretty serious up until this point. We get the first bit of comedy. Yes, a great uh, one too. Coming from an exchange between Star-Lord and Iron Man where <laughs> Star-Lord just tells Iron Man, like, listen, your plan, it's great but it sucks. Right. <laughs> so let me make the plans that actually works. And like the whole time, Iron Man just like rolling his eyes like, mm-hmm. really? And then Peter's just like, oh, what's happening? <laughs> no, yeah, he's like looking on and awe almost. He's like, this is great. These people are crazy. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm like, he suddenly, he's not like the, the most, uh, not loony, but um, immature person right. know, <laughs> on the squad. And Drax is just kind of like, don't, don't look at me, man. I don't have yeah. anything to say for once. But uh, Tony's armor, his first really good close-up I think mm-hmm. we have of it, mm-hmm. looking super sweet. Yeah. Yeah, the Bleeding Edge armor looks very cool. Uh, we got to see them, or not them, I should specify, the rest of Team Cap and Wakanda heading into battle with the Outriders. You know, uh, Black Panther and Cap are on one of those crafts, Black Widow and... Bucky, now called White Wolf, on another. Get to see the Hulkbuster going. We see War Machine and Falcon flying in another shot, all heading towards the front lines of the battle against the Outriders, which we'll get to later on. But uh, that's all cool. Then we see what Thor and Rocket and Groot are up to, mm-hmm. and looks pretty interesting. I, I don't know what to make of it, but... It seems like Thor is summoning lightning mm-hmm. randomly in some kind of warehouse. Yes. I be- I would believe this is some sort of forgery oh. that helps him make his new weapon we've called the Stormbreaker. <gasps> Ooh. Uh, just like a giant version of Mjolnir awesome. with like a longer handle and more of like an axe, um, yeah. which I believe rumor i don't know if it's rumor if it's fact but like the handle of stormbreaker is going to come from Groot. like he's gonna like give a twig and like it's gonna grow and like so part of thor's new weapon will be part of Groot, which would be cool that'll Um, be awesome but i bring up his weapon because he is like conjuring up the lightning and he does it by like doing the same like thing he does he used to do with mjolnir where he like punches in the sky and that's Mm -hmm. how he would you know bring the electricity to him but there's nothing in his hand, right. but he's still clenching his fist. So is he actually holding something and his new weapon and we just don't see it? Or is he just like 
doing it because he's like the all father now. Right. Well, I mean, what we did learn is he his his fingers make sparkles, yeah. so he can summon it uh-huh. at will, really. And the Mjolnir was just the way to focus it. Right. If we if we take what Odin said mm-hmm. um, at face value, so maybe he's like, I don't need it, but I want it. So he's like creating the element of lightning to infuse into whatever they're about to build in that forgery, which also, because we've seen him do that before. He used the lightning to create, help create vision. He like gave that thing a jolt Mm -hmm. to finish that process. So he did it with Mjolnir. Yeah. So now that he can still, he can still channel the electricity without it. He could be like, all right, this forgery isn't working. Here's a little bit of electricity. A good note though, is deep in that shot is that circle that Thor is, what it looks like it's Thor, like, you know, he's trying to pry open or hold open. Yeah. From the initial uh, teaser trailer. Uh huh. So I'm really intrigued by how that's all going to play out. Yeah. I am currently rewatching that to see if I can see that or not. But I mean, that makes sense. Like, he clearly has, yeah. The only thing that's weird about it is, like, in the previous shot, it looked like it was almost like out in space. But maybe that's just yeah. like giant open room, and so it just looked like that because it was super dark. Mm-hmm. We don't know. Um, but then we see that ring looking or a ring looking ship, which we presume to be the same one that is housing Doctor Strange, Spidey, and Iron Man, crashing on to Titan, uh, Thanos' home world. So I think that probably shows that, yes, they are on board this ship. That's how they get there. How they link up with the Guardians remains to be seen still, but it helps piece everything together a little bit more. Um, then I think we get to one of the more interesting parts of the trailer for me, the flashback. Yeah. Again, we talked about that last week as being an element to the film, and we get, we get to see Thanos in full armor conquering the world and the uh, people that Gamora comes from, mm-hmm. and we get to see him basically adopt Gamora in that scene, yep. which... I think is uh, an interesting thing to include in this movie to go to show Gamora's adoption because, you know, Josh Brolin, we, again, we talked about that last week, that Josh Brolin had that really interesting tease with Gamora mm-hmm. and, like, their relationship. So, like, are they setting up how Gamora was his favorite and they had a good relationship at one point for her to then struggle with what side she's going to be on in this war? Yeah. Maybe. Um, but I think it's just interesting and it help, it'll help build up Thanos as a character to show where he came from. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe that's our opening. Perhaps. I maybe. can't see them squandering a flashback on something this epic. Yeah. I mean, that could, again, that could be a good way to open it. You do like a montage of Thanos throughout the years. Mm-hmm. And so like the first like 20 minutes is like Thanos rise and like him conquering worlds, Titan falling him trying to figure out what he's going to do next. And then it's like, all right, I'll do it myself. Yeah. Let's go to Xandar and get some stones. Opening Marvel credit mm-hmm. logo, middle of the movie that Black Panther set the precedent for after the prologue. Right, yeah. And then Xandar in flames. Maybe? I don't Maybe. Know. We'll find out. Um, so then we see the first real tease that <laughs> this isn't going to be good for our heroes. Oh, jeez. Thor and his, his scalp is mm-hmm. being squeezed <laughs> by Thanos. Thor's clearly in a lot of pain. Uh, 
I mean, it, it's pretty clear that he doesn't die in this scene right. to me. I mean, this is clearly very early on in the movie, uh, as evident by the next shot in the same location, same lighting, everything that has the first real look at the Black Order, and they are surrounding Loki. Um, so we see them, and he, you know, so clearly, I, my guess is that then Loki offers the Tesseract, either be like, no, 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 don't kill my brother. I'll give it. I'll give you the test. I'll give you what you want. Yeah. All while Thor's like, no, don't do it. It's like, let me die. He can't get this. Gets banished or whatever. Like Thor mm-hmm. leaves, ship blows up, whatever. Loki dies. It's all sad. Right. And like that's where the movie really kicks into high gear. And if Loki is killed in this moment, which I'd say odds are ninety nine percent chance that for sure. he's dead. That's going to cause a rage in Thor, and that will allow mm-hmm. him to escape. Because what else we learn when Thor is ticked off, he is able he's to very powerful, very powerful. So that creates his avenue of escape, and then you know Thanos is just like, all eh, right, whatever. Yeah, pops it on the gauntlet and gets to work. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's all fun. Then we see him actually crush the Tesseract to break <laughs> it and make the Infinity Stone, or or at least what whatever's inside of the Tesseract, that's the Infinity Stone. Uh, then we get a nice little, some couple clips, White yep. Wolf loading the gun, Cap getting his shield ready, but, uh, Black Panther crossing the arms. Yep, Wakanda forever. Getting the costume up and ready. Yeah. And maybe this is just me, because I haven't seen Black Panther enough, but I, the costume looks a to me, a lot better here than it did in Black Panther. Yeah. Like, it looks way more detailed. Uh, so I don't know if he's gotten another new costume or if it's just, like, they've had more time on the VFX to really polish this thing and get it really detailed. Yeah. It's the same suit. Um, still got the silver necklace and everything like that. Same tech. Same tech. But they just put more work into it. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the most frustrating it, it, things real, about... It really helps it stand out. Um, most frustrating thing about... Black Panther was CG. Just they didn't mm-hmm. give it. They didn't give it all the work they should have. Yeah. So That's, hopefully this time around in Wakanda, which I know they will. Right. Um, they can't not now. They have eight hundred million dollars to throw at it. Uh, they have one point one billion. Exactly. Well, budget. <laughs> True. You mark. Yeah. I'm canceled. Yeah. I wasn't actually doing that, but oh, okay. And to avoid looking like a moron. Yes. Yeah. It's 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 probably close to one point two now. At the time of our recording. So. Yeah. So Wakanda's going to be. So Disney's great. got money to spend on Absolutely. VFX. Uh, and this movie's going to make crazy amounts of money so they can probably afford to put it a couple, a couple mm-hmm. extra million dollars into the VFX budget here. And then we've got the Phantom Menace. Yeah. <laughs> right? That's exactly what it reminded <laughs> me of. Uh, the force field and like this, but this is totally different. Like it's actually keeping them out mm-hmm. this time around. Yeah, it's is, not just like stopping the fire. It's, it's like, like World, they can't get in. World War Z is like, you know, those zombies are like flooding up the gates outside of Jerusalem in that film. Yeah. And this time these outlanders are just collapsing on the shield with explosions and all sorts of things happening around it. It is some really great frames. Mm-hmm. And so then we jump back to Titan and we see Dr. Strange working his magic, uh, having some fun there, helping give some paths for star Lord to jump on, mm-hmm. which I think is really fun. I'm interested though, in what's being fired at star Lord. There are these purple shots of energy that he's like jumping around and avoiding. Which would be... What are those from? The Power Stone, right? So he can fire energy bolts out of it now? He's Thanos. So if he's got the Tesseract, which allows for energy bursts to be shot, even if they're not inside of a gun, but we'll just put mm-hmm. those two, two together and say he can yeah. throw or sure. use his fist to 
shoot them? I mean, I'll accept, I'll accept that reasoning. It's just, it's just more like, oh, I don't know what that is. Hmm. Is there another player there that we don't know about? Maybe. Yeah, that's another thing too. The Bla- I'm assuming the Black Order are going to be picked off one by one throughout the film in some kind of way. Uh, no. I mean, like they'll kill one of the dudes or not. I would say no. You think they'll all be there in the end? Oh yeah. Okay. I mean, otherwise, I, otherwise that gets, I think too, like, I don't know, going back to the prequels, it gets too prequely. We're like, all right, here's just a bunch of faceless droids. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's a problem people have with Avengers or any real big blockbuster this day that now has like hundreds, if not thousands of, you know, minions. It's like, there's no real emotional stakes there because you know that the heroes are going to take down the minions. But if we've seen the Black Order go, maybe kill a hero hero or two, get an Infinity Stone possibly, uh, really go toe-toe with these villains and then have to square off them again at the end, Yeah. ultimately then for Thanos to come in and probably kick their butts, like it helps keep things moving and more interesting, I think, than just introducing these characters and then killing them off. Like That would be a bit of a waste in my opinion. Okay, fair. Um but, you know, in that same, going back to Titan, we see uh, Doctor Strange projecting some sort of energy down at the ground. Maybe he's firing at Thanos or whatever threat is using, is firing off those purple energy blasts. Oh, that's right, yeah. Uh, Star-Lord is upside down. Looks like almost gravity is being defied there. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's just a Titan thing or if Doctor Strange has done some sort of spell to, like, remove gravity from this or what. But I think that's... That could add to some cool elements as well. Um, just, you know, shot of Scarlet Witch, being a little terrified. And then something that I think is very interesting is uh, Doctor Strange being tortured by Ebony Ma. That is one of the Black Order uh, henchmen there. Um, I don't... I'm interested to see what is going on here because if you look closely... In that shot, uh, we see that he's still he's getting tortured, but he has like he still has the Ivagamoto around his neck. Yep, that's clear. But then when they flip back around to Ebony Ma, he also has a necklace on. So has he taken it from him? Hmm. I don't know why you would take the whole thing and not just like. Unless he can't open up the Eye of Agamotto because he doesn't Without, know magic. Yeah, because we see earlier in the, the he, trailer, Strange uses some kind of move or technique to open the eye. Yeah. And that feels extremely uh, intentional, mm-hmm. other than him just being like, ooh, look what's in here. Right. Like, it's like, not you know, just like a jazz hands or whatever yeah. around <laughs> it. So it seems like he's, he needs him to open it up in some kind of way. Mm-hmm. But I imagine Thanos is just going to come in and go, and like squash it right perhaps but who knows yeah i'm trying to look there's not really another good shot of ebony maw but no he's in that shadow and it's really hard to get a look at if the dude's rocking some bling or not i don't know it doesn't look it doesn't look like it it. right it doesn't look like it so that would be very interesting because if i mean we don't know when this comes but it's also like the apparel that dr strange has is not his he doesn't have the cloak. Mm-hmm. You know, he's down a lot of the accessories that he pre- he typically wears. So, like, has he been completely kidnapped? Or is this uh, just, like, a mind game that Ebony Maw is playing on him? Because he can, like, mess with your mind and everything. Um, maybe that's it. And it's, like, a duel of the minds, basically, between Doctor Strange and Ebony Maw. Hmm. 
But I mean, there. I think it's definitely interesting that they would put that in there and not really give you a full look at these characters. Yeah, because that's that's the first beginning of like this next sequence of shots where mm-hmm. things, like I said earlier, just everything goes downhill. Yeah, I mean, there's it's it's possible I could maybe see that the Ebony Maw shot is from that same scene with like Thor and Loki. The background looks a little different. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that it could just be coincidental that they're both wearing some sort of neck piece, but I, I mean, nothing's a coincidence yeah, <laughs> in my eye, Exactly. Uh, especially we're doing well, yeah. real deep breakdowns like this. By default, it's a movie. Nothing in this is coincidental. Exactly. Um, unless, you know, it's, yeah, yeah, but yeah, no. So then we get to see more of the Battle of Wakanda. Falcon's doing his thing. The Outriders overtake the Hulkbuster. We assume that Bruce is in that. Yes. Right? If we're, oh boy, what what kind of awesome scene are we going to get Was when all of a sudden <laughs> the Hulk just explodes from the Hulkbuster and just starts tearing these people up? That would be pretty epic. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would totally be there for that. I also like the Outriders look a little more detailed. Yeah. Here, they have like scarring and like almost like golden tattoos. Um, so I like I like all that because we get to see a little bit more of them. Go back to Titan, see Thanos. He says, uh, you know, I hope they remember you when you're gone. Mm-hmm. Again, that foreshadow of like, yeah, you guys and, are going to die. And then immediately it's followed up with a, you know, Tony who's bleeding edge armor is gone. Ripped to shreds. Shredded. And he's just totally not happy. This is the one of the frames that we got from the teaser, but mm-hmm. it looks like they just added the CG to the armor and everything on yeah. it. And it's like, oh, smokes. Yeah. It uh, it doesn't look good. It doesn't look good for him. And even though I think he's going to make it out of this alive, mm-hmm. just based on Avengers 4 stuff, I mean, it paints the picture that you could very well end it here. That... Rob Downey Jr. could very well meet his end in Avengers Infinity War. I don't think it's likely, but I mean, how does he escape this? That's the real question. Right. Which in the next couple of shots we'll get into, but like the fact that like they battle Thanos on Titan and then the very, okay, first before we get to Thanos showing up in Wakanda, the shot of him like leaping towards who I presume is Iron Man is just mm-hmm. like terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, ah, like, and he's not even going to punch with the gauntlet. He's just going to punch with the bare fist. Yeah, it's his like, free hand. still, still, I'm like, just terrified. He's going to like knock his, his head clean off, like terrifying. Um, but as I was mentioning, Thanos is in Wakanda. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very clear. And as much as I love the hero moment of my boy cap, Chris Evans rocking the lock, the long locks and the beard. But like that changes things for me. Like I thought that this movie was going to be like two parts jumping back and forth mm-hmm. at, in the end. Right. But now like if they fight him on Titan and he still comes to Wakanda at the end, what happens to all those guys on Titan? Yeah. So which makes me wonder the Wakanda battle has to be the the third act. Yeah, like the third. The Russos like, have confirmed that, right? So it's and there's four acts in this movie. 
All right, I've been saying it forever. There's four acts in Marvel films. There's the big bat, or there's the something that seems like it's the big deal. Then there's the really big deal. Okay. And that's what this is. And like I think, unless, oh man, like other than he finishes with Stark and everyone in Titan, and then shows up in the engine in the end for the final battle of Wakanda <laughs> to walk out there and then just squish Captain America. And oh man, think about it this way: if we you get, are we talking about that shot now of Cap holding? Yeah. Up? Okay. I didn't yeah, it's like the la- it's the second flash out of the trailer outside of the tag. You've been saying over the over time that they're probably, possibly, potentially withholding stones from us. Yes. If that gauntlet is full at the end, and that's Captain America catching the Infinity Gauntlet right before it crushes him, and like one final moment, it's the ultimate hero moment. That would be ah, uh, that would be like not not to be punny, crushing. If he and if he utters like if like he he does it and like Thanos like gives like pushes down a little bit more and then he's like, I can do this all day. And like oh no, yeah, that's how I'll know like he's a goner. <sighs> if he utters that phrase again, mm-hmm. like it's it, oh, and man. it's gonna crush me. It's gonna hurt so bad. But at the same time, talking about this, I just have a giant smile on my face because it's just like, yeah, the. You can hear the execution him. of it all, I think, is going to be fantastic. But because we don't hear him yelling, I don't think we hear him like that. No, but he, he definitely he, he yells. <laughs> yeah, or he I, grunts, or he's, he's doing something. I mean, it'll be it's so easy to ADR. Uh, I mean, you know, whatever that is oh, yeah. right there, and have him, if he, I mean, have him say that. Yeah, I mean, I before some huge explosion, snap in the forests, everything changes. It, but like again, going back to Thanos being here, like it totally changes my perception of how this movie is going to end. Because originally, I'm like, okay, most, I'd say half the people in Wakanda are going to die. Yeah. But then, like, the team battling Thanos up in Titan, they're gonna, they're gonna give it to him, but they're gonna fall short. And he, but they're not gonna like all die because I yeah. think they'll all be major players in the fourth movie. Now, if they're not there in the mm-hmm. final moments, and maybe they're hiding something else from the third act, but fingers crossed they are. Yeah, because I still hope that that final scene is not, or that 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 money shot of Team Cap running through the Wakanda forest has Thor and Rocket and Groot also there running side by side. But like, if Doctor Strange isn't there. And Iron Man's not there. Nebula, Gamora, mm-hmm. Mantis, Star Lord, Spider Man. What happened to him? Right. Are they dead? Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> could could they realistically kill off, or quote unquote kill off, you know, many of these heroes? Yeah, have the finger snap moment potentially, or something akin to that. And then bring it back? I just don't know because I, in my head, knowing what we know about Avengers 4, like, Tony's going to be around. Mm-hmm. So, like, why would Thanos leave Titan to go to Wakanda if he gets and, the st- and leave them all alive there? You know, like, it just doesn't add <clears throat> up. As long as he gets the stone he's after, I think he's willing to say see you later because especially if they're trapped on titan 
Yeah. And Tony's left with a dying Peter Parker telling him it's all his fault. Mm. And then Thanos is just like, see ya. I'm yeah, out of here. I hope they remember you. And then, yeah, exactly. Walks in to the, to the beginning of his new order and Captain America's right there. It's just like, all right, I'll do this before I, you know, snap. Yeah. I don't know. I still have a hard time believing that they'll do the finger snap moment to end it, but man, I just don't know. I don't know anymore. And I love that <laughs> before this trailer, before this final shot, I thought I knew the structure of this movie. And just because of this, now I'm questioning it all because Thanos not battling them in the third battle on Titan means that something terrible has happened to them yeah. <laughs> or that they have, that they managed to escape and made it to Wakanda and they're actually part of that final battle. And it's going to be even more epic and more glorious than we previously thought. So that leads us to the end of the trailer. I mean, we see you know, credits, fun, fun, fun stuff, whatever, but we see also Peter Parker meeting mm-hmm. Dr. Strange. Yes. Using those names, <laughs> <laughs> which is super fun. Cause like Peter's like, Oh, hi, I'm Peter. And then Dr. Strange goes, I'm Dr. Strange. She's like, oh, we're using our fake names. <laughs> right. Then and I'm, I'm Spider-Man. <laughs> yes. And then you could just see Benedict Cumberbatch or the Dr. Strange go, oh, boy. Yeah. And like, it, I, it's, it's fun. It's funny. Uh, it's a nice little callback to Dr. Strange where mm-hmm. Mads Mikkelsen's character, Casilius, is like, what's your name? Dr. Strange? Mr. Strange? Like, yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is strange. No, it's Dr. Strange. I right. don't know. Like, oh, it that can't be that bad. Doesn't make any it. sense. Right. So, like, it, it's fun. And then we end on Spidey. Zero G Spider Man. Zero G debris falling around him. Maybe it's that circle ship. Mm-hmm. They crashed it, and now he's free fallen. And I really hope that this is like some epic tracking shot of Spidey because we see like a good like two seconds or so, two three seconds of him like swinging, falling, dodging debris. And like I hope, and like it follows him throughout the whole thing, and it looks like it's going to start following him through the hole he's diving in. I hope that that is like one continuous shot Ooh. of him going down, falling, yeah. and then like it's almost paying homage to Avengers, where then like a he like jumps off a piece of debris, the piece of debris goes that way, and then it we catch up with Iron Man. It, right. It's all played as that one giant continuous shot Ooh. against Thanos. Yes. It'd be so, it's, it'd be such a good callback, so epic. <sighs> and then reminiscent also of the original Amazing Spider-Man scenes that they were using. They weren't exactly tracking shots in CG, yeah. but they gave you like a POV view of mm-hmm. Spider-Man, which I always really loved cool. those. Yeah, I did too. But so, but this will be even cooler because, yeah. like you said, especially if it's in sync with the team. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that is the trailer. Presumably the last one. Unless you call TV spots and the remixes of those trailers, which they're no, not. No, they're not. And I hope, I really, really hope that they don't use a ton of new footage, if any new footage. I, don't I think, think so. Marvel's been smart that they only did two trailers for their biggest movie. I think Speaks Volumes, they've marketed this movie perfectly so far with Tom Holland leaking the first poster <laughs> to yeah. Rob Downey Jr. asking on Twitter to get the new release date. Like, They've marketed it so well that I don't want to see them have a screw up in the final couple of weeks here and be like, here's a new TV spot. And it's like, oh, 
we just saw Thor die. <laughs> Is that Captain America's Great. funeral? What? <laughs> right. Like, or even even something like at this point, we saw the image. We heard about it from D23 and, S- and San Diego Comic-Con. I don't want to see the Thanos throwing the moon stuff yeah. in the trailers or in the in the coming TV spots because if you wanted it, it could have been the big money shot here instead of Spidey doing the free fall. Save it for the movie and have that giant spectacle that made both of those Comic-Con audiences lose their minds. Mm-hmm. Save it for the theater yeah. so fans can all together go insane when that happens. So I think that's really it. I mean, touched upon really anything I want to touch on, theorize about stuff I want to theorize. Is there anything else you want to get into? That then that, that does it for me. I'm, okay. I am so hyped for this. I mean, I think Tom Holland's real. I mean, like, I mean, like the whole thing is epic and just talking about our final the Captain America moment there as well. But I'm also just like, Spider-Man's back again. And <laughs> I am still my favorite. So uh, I just, he's he, he's coming into his own here. And I, yeah, he is. I'm, I'm stoked. I am very excited obviously and uh i mean april 27th can't get here soon enough i'm gonna be counting down the days when i'm in florida i'm gonna be re-watching a bunch of marvel movies because my youngest sister's watching them for the first oh, time there you go so i think we're gonna get up to captain america's civil war if we stay on schedule so uh it'll be a lot of fun and then i'll probably still rewatch them all again the next <laughs> month just to go in fresh because right. you know I want to. I would have loved to do a marathon of these, but that's. I mean, that's impossible. Oh, man. Um, it's not impossible, but it'd be exhausting, and I wouldn't want to see Infinity War for the first time after watching twenty nine hours of Marvel movies. But it'd be epic. So who knows what I'll do? All I know is I'm going to rewatch them all again to lead up to this because it's going to be epic based on these trailers. That's all we have for this emergency episode of Friends of Film. Hope you guys enjoyed it. I'm sure you guys have all seen this trailer mm-hmm. once, twice, a hundred times. Who knows? Uh, whatever it is, let us know your thoughts, theories, speculation, whatever. Uh, you know, just tweet it to us on Twitter at Friends of Film. We've already had a lot of interactions with people who just shared our post about the trailer. So uh, keep that kind of stuff up, and uh, just let us know what you thought. You can see my thoughts on this trailer and everything else I do at, by following me at Movie Cooper and Coops underscore Hoops. And you can get at my thoughts at just Joshua Ryan. Thanks again for tuning in to the Friends of Film Podcast. Josh. Thanks for stopping in, everyone. And be sure to turn next week for our future episodes. 